Hello to you and welcome to the latest episode of Kissed by Fire, the podcast that's crackling its way over the frozen lands of always winter and into your hopefully very warm ears. I'm Steph Linus. And I am B-Word. Uh, this week we will be finishing the chapter entitled The Year of the Three Brides from Fire and Blood, the A Song of Ice and Fire history book by none other than George R.R. R. Martin. Yes, we are. Last week we covered the first two marriages. That was um, Queen Raina to Andrew Farman, who's the second son of a minor Westlands lord, in a quiet and quite subdued ceremony. And then we had the polar opposite in the form of the wedding of Queen of Dowager Queen, sorry, Alice of Valarion, to Hand of the King, Lord Rogar Baratheon. Yes, it was a wedding of filth and frolics and feasting, um, was larger than the realm had ever seen before. Yes. Before we tell you all about the last and possibly suggested the most significant wedding of the three, mm-hmm. don't know, you decide. Maybe we can have a vote once this goes out. Mm-hmm. We should, yeah. Yeah, we definitely should. Uh, let's do a little housekeeping and we can tell you how to get in touch with us should you so desire uh speaking of getting in t- contact with us has anyone emailed us yet no <laughs> <laughs> no one no one what's our e- what's the email address again we are uh at kiss podcast <laughs> nope where are, what are we no we're not kiss by fire kiss by fire the podcast <laughs> hang on <laughs> yeah sorry um kiss by fire the podcast at gmail.com maybe that's why no one's emailed us it's why i never say the email right (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) we've never actually have logged in or thought about it or anything i actually have Um, it open right now and the only thing i have is a twitter message so not a not a dm just like twitter saying somebody logged in on your account from this location it was me probably it was yes (laughs) yeah <laughs> it was me. Yeah, we'll probably we probably get the ads because I've got a Gmail account and you, we might even get ads, so that'll yeah. just feel yeah like sponsor sponsored emails. So you feel free to email us at Kissed by Fire the podcast and uh, let us know your thoughts on anything, any of the things we've talked about. Yeah, anything. Kissed by Fire the podcast at gmail dot com. Yes, so yeah, at well. gmail dot com. Yes, uh, don't just. Put at Kiss by Fire the podcast into G- into your email. It won't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, I'm so used to like <laughs> Twitter language and stuff. Was at, yeah. at this at that. Yeah. Yes. Kiss by uh, Fire the podcast. Uh, um, there, the other ways to get in contact with us. If you really don't want to email us, that's fine. I mean, I don't know what you'd say in an email, but if you really don't want to, you can uh, get in touch via Twitter. Uh, you can reach us and follow us and chat with us um, at at Kissed Podcast. I never know what to say whether it's at at Kid Post or would you say on. You can reach us at Twitter on at Kiss. What would you say? You can at follow us on Twitter at Kiss Podcast is what I would say. Interesting. I feel like it needs another preposition like at. Anyway. It, it probably linguistically weird. you're right. But the thing is we're speaking in a different language now. Like that type of we linguistics isn't, doesn't necessarily translate to technological linguistics. Right? No, that's Current true. Era, social true. media we're linguistics. In a, we're in a new, brave new world, aren't mm-hmm. we? We are. Uh, and we also about go ahead yeah go for it sorry like you you speak (laughs) we also have a patreon you can follow us uh at kiss by fire at the kiss by fire at kiss by fire five jeepers i can't speak today at kiss by fire podcast we had a little hangout on saturday um, that just passed with some of our followers that was amazing um it just makes me so happy to see everyone's faces and talk to everybody 
Mm. It's funny. We never really talk about the podcast or the books necessarily. We just get into no. chatting about, we just shoot the shit really, right? Yeah, we do shoot the shit. And Beth tells gross stories. Oh she my God. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Beth. Beth ruined it. She made Marcus leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was so uh, No, if you cannot tell the sarcasm in her tone um, or the guilt in her tone. It is all Steph is yeah. you can tell by this podcast. Everyone who listens to the podcast knows that you are the one. You are the queen of the gross stories. No, yes. not me. Not yes. me. Never. 100%. I am this is a family podcast. I would never say anything disgusting. Yeah. I curse <laughs> way more than anyone should, and I probably probably am guilty for the most the more dirty talk, but if it's a gross story, it's Steph. I don't sure. I think I'm the one who says the more of the swear words. I think I swear more the than two you. of us. I think in general I swear more than you. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> yes, I fucking I, do. I, I, I've reined mine in because I'm like, oh, Beth doesn't swear as often. Oh my do, gosh, so I better it's not really do crazy. it. Wow. Well, in your head, not out loud. <laughs> uh, let us know, uh, listeners, who you think swears the most. We should do a poll. Use the we should do a one. poll of that. Yeah, we'll do a poll. Yeah. Or you can email us. <laughs> you can email us. Yes, at uh, kissbyfirethepodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you want to join us on Patreon, it is patreon.com slash kissbyfire. Is it? Is that what it is? It is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, in fact, speaking of uh, Patreons, we would first like to thank... Oh, I've got a hair sticking out of my boobs. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was like attached to my chest and I was like, oh my God, I've got a really long hair coming out of my chest. It's right. <laughs> it came from my head. So um, panic over. There we I'm go. Turning into a it's hairy, not attached. Hairy, hairy You're person. okay. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, as we start the podcast, I'd like to, well, we both like to thank our Queensguard patron, uh, that is Chris B, the Song of Ice. He is a super and fantastic supporter of ours. He's having a bit of a hard time at the moment, so we want to send out our love and support to you, Chris. Yes. And thank you for everything that you do in support of us as well. You've been thank in you. my thoughts often, often the last month or so. Yes. So Same. Yeah, we're thinking of you. And send and love your way. All right. Shall we jump into the episode? Yes, let's do it. Do it. Um, in this half, the final half chapter, we are going to cover the final wedding. It's the final wedding. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 um, I thought of that song as I was typing out what we were going to cover and I thought, don't sing the final countdown. <laughs> don't do it. And it you just came out of my mouth. You have failed yourself. <laughs> I failed immediately. But we love um, it. It just it happened. So yes, yeah, so we'll be having the final wedding. Uh, why it terrified Queen Alyssa and actually really pissed off Rogar Baratheon. Uh, and how it made for one of the baddest of badass scenes ever. I'm so, I don't know what you mean by this. I'm so, I can't wait to get don't through you? it and be like, what is she talking about with the badass of badass scenes? I think I know. Oh my gosh. Like, it's like a really cool scene. I'm like, what? Yeah. So yeah, so that, and also why the faith, the faith of the seven continued mm-hmm. to be a boil on the butt of all the Targaryens. Um, boil on the butt of the dragons. Yep. 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 Exactly. Yeah, there's also a ton of betrothals suggested in this chapter. Seems like it was open season on getting a certain person locked down. Yeah, mm-hmm. get them weird. They're all quite. There's a lot of brazen proposals. A lot of um, yes, 
brazen people. Like, I feel that's mm-hmm. always the way. I mean, even with Megor, it it's is, quite brazen it is. proposals, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's like a repeat of, there's quite a lot of them. It li- Sometimes cases literally repeat of some of those proposals. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's hard Megor not to bring that have to this mind. person. Yeah. Maybe you'll have them. Maybe you'll have them. Let's begin. Let's begin. Where did we finish off? So we finished off um, uh, at the end of Alyssa's wedding, didn't we? And there had been a special event to added onto the wedding where it was called, was it called like the, the war for the, the white war cloaks. for the white cloaks? That yeah. was it. And that was to get using the, the melee as part of the tourney to get the, the first proper King's guard because Jaharis only had two and he needed five. Yeah. So he had to recruit five more. So he did, he got five more and it's said that they were like the best, the best ever, uh, the goat. Ever. Yeah, exactly. The goats. Greatest goats. of all time. Great goat. Yeah. Yeah. Gasotes. Anyway, so it starts off saying the war for the white cloaks marks. Or should I do it in a maester's voice? Of course you should. Yeah. Always. Okay. Yeah. What am I saying? Get into um, character. The war for the. <laughs> Think of it like an old, dirty old man. <laughs> the war for the white cloaks marked the end of the festivities of what soon became known as the Golden Wedding. Um, I wonder why they went for golden wedding. You know, I was just thinking. I have I have written in my little notes because I actually took notes this time. Just like five. Well done. Still, um, I have the golden wedding. Why though? <laughs> I wrote why. Like why the golden wedding? Why like, that? That doesn't. But then I was thinking about it's a, well spoilery, but it is. I couldn't remember. I won't be specific, but there's other colored weddings that are named in the main series too but i can't remember if one of them is actually named just in the fandom or is it actually named in the series so something we can maybe talk about in the spoiler section but they were all named because of terrible things that happened yes yeah so the golden one nothing bad happened so it's the golden one maybe i don't know I mean, I the only thing I can closest thing I can think of is that the House Baratheon stag sigil is a gold is a is a golden crown stag. stag on a golden field, isn't it? Yes. So that's the only thing I can think of. Uh, like maybe it's like the gold standard, but to me it seemed like quite a random. It seems like I a think random to moniker. me it brings to Nothing mind like like the golden age, like the like Elizabeth Bethan is yeah. the golden age of so. It was the beginning of, of, of the golden age for Westeros. Mm. It was Jaehaerys was the longest ruler, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But considering Spoiler there alert. are other weddings with names, and we won't go into what they are and why, I find it weird that the the name is normally chosen because of something that's happened at the wedding, rather than simply it's a, just a nice wedding. Like, I feel like they if, if they were going to name it anything, I'd call it like the disgusting wedding well yes the wedding with seven virgins um yeah um, yeah. i'm gonna make that sound a lot in this episode i think just by the way yeah i've got a lot of ugh and yeah i have ick um yeah i think i've got quite a few icks as well it just seemed a bit like oh where's that come from because normally like george is so particular about these things Mm -hmm. But it just immediately, it's like the first line just after the wedding's finished. And we're going to call it the golden wedding. Yeah. 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 But why? Why? Why though? Why? Why though? Why though? Yeah. I don't know. There's, yeah. It just sticks out like a sore thumb of like, oh, mm-hmm. well, all right then. That's 
I felt like there's a few things in this chapter that does, but I do wonder if that was like a, just a maybe nod to the the later series with the colored themes of weddings. Yeah. And it could just simply be because it went as good as gold. Yeah. It was, you know. Yeah. But even so, I don't like it. I think it's really dull. It's like a really dull name. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. I think this entire, almost the entire part of this particular paragraph is a load of old bollocks though yeah it's a pile of shite um as the visitors took their leave to wend their way home to their own lands and keeps all agreed it had been a magnificent event mm-hmm. did they <laughs> <laughs> did they all agree did they all it made agree? me think i know this is this isn't spoilery or anything but the the later series the main series of the book is written through people's points of view mm-hmm. and i think that's what we're missing here i would just absolutely love to hear the bitchiness in the carriages on the way home yes. on the horses yes. like, what were people really oh, saying like did oh you God, taste the believe. food at that wedding oh my god yeah. and what small portions <laughs> you know and did you see what she was wearing? And oh my God. Oh no. She was totally like overdone and she had so much makeup on. It was awful. And the dancing, like, ew. Um, <laughs> just, I, I would just love to have been um, a fly on the wall or a secret warging raven. Yes. <laughs> a skin changed raven next to a horse listening to what what everyone was saying as they left that wedding yes as they left. it won't have impressed everybody uh, some people will have been going uh did you hear that lord rogar baratheon like deflowered four virgins yeah and his his brothers took the other three and 20 other women <laughs> the night before the wedding did you hear about that what? isn't that just really gross that's just too far i laughed too it says Lord Rogar was as open-handed as he was bold in battle in that same breath. And it's like, has he, has he been in battle? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Not at this, certainly not at this point. Certainly not at this point. I mean, he's literally spent most of his time avoiding Avoiding it. Yeah. Like going, at what cost? Yes. If I have to take an army there, I will. But at what cost? Like he... I can't think if he's done any battles. I don't think he's been in battle all. yet. No. At so least. yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's yeah, just blowing smoke. I haven't even noticed that one. Yeah, I think, and this whole this whole paragraph though, apart from one bit, is smoke up the butts of the people. Yeah. Uh, so the the everyone has agreed. I like how it says the young king had won the admiration, admiration and affection of many lords. So it does point out that not everybody. Maybe not everybody. Not every, yeah. Not everybody. And their sisters and wives and daughters had only praise for the warmth shown to them by Princess Alisanne. I don't believe that for a second at all. They will be going home going. Caddy bitches. Yeah. <sighs> Just, oh my God, did you see what she was wearing on well, the first day? Well, I think like they're so really going to do that after what happens next. Yes, you know definitely. they're gonna backpedal and be like, "I never liked her. Mm-hmm. She seemed like a nut job." The only bit of truth in that whole paragraph is happiest of all were the city's innkeepers, taverners, brewers, merchants, cutpurses, whores, and brothel keepers, all who had profited mightily from essentially all the coin brought in mm-hmm. uh, for the for the big win. That's they're they're, they're happy. There's truth. They're in like, that. yeah, we got lots of extra trade. Brilliant. I'm rich out of this, but. I'm not entirely sure that everyone else went away from that event 
quite as jolly as the rest of them with their yeah there will have been people who really enjoyed it obviously yeah of course but i just the lick spittily nature of the maester writing this I, i don't know i don't see like he's writing this as a book for it's the baratheons isn't it yeah, yeah. Kind of I have a little something for the spoiler section about that. Yeah, yeah. But it's meant to be for the Baratheon dynasty as it comes. I later believe on. so, or well, at least the world book is, which is where a lot of this yeah. comes from. And it, I'm just sort of like wondering why, because the Targaryens, like what, what do they get out of this writing? And maybe we can talk about that in the spoiler section because it might get a bit spoilery. Yeah. But I just want to question why, why such kind of grossly up the butt mm-hmm. writing mm-hmm. this is like what yeah. are they what's he getting out of mentioning this yeah i agree but I agree. we can get into that i'll write it down that i need to talk about it so yeah so even though that one was like fancy and everyone was talking about it whether good or bad there was one wedding that uh, that also took place that was it's kind of like a mix between the two so it was extremely significant mm-hmm. a bit like um Alyssa and rogars but secretive but secretive like rainers mm-hmm. and we'll get on to that the only the only maiden bride <laughs> i know the only maiden bride in God. this chapter exactly so obviously they've got had their wedding and now they've got a young boy king jaharis what do they need to do for him they need to find him someone to marry because he absolutely and this got to me oh my god me too (laughs) (laughs) i knew i was gonna i was gonna say as soon as i read this with beth she's gonna shit her pants yeah because like the daughters of her sister reyna would Mm -hmm, remain his mm -hmm. heirs but araya and riela were still children and it was felt by many manifestly unfit for the crown Mm. why because they had vaginas that's why yeah oh i was so mad I literally have written bullshit talk about my girl Raina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And her like, kids. Like, they're so awful. They're, so they're awful. They're saying that her children are fit. So they're saying, because Rayella is very quiet and shy and is, she's been trained for kind of a holy life. So that, maybe that is unfit for ruling. Although in some ways you'd think they'd fucking love that because it would make the faith very happy to yeah. have a very religious ruler. Yeah. And Araya is meant to be kind of outrageous and she's sort of a, more outspoken and a yeah. bit more like our two youngest children. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely more outgoing and stuff, yeah. 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 Yes. But then the, the next bit. Yeah. It's just a bit like, what? I've written, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because they don't want Raina Targaryen to end up as a regent for either of their daughters. Mm-hmm. They said they feared... Lord Rogar and Queen Alyssa both feared what might befall the realm should Rhaenyra Targaryen return from the West to act as regent for a daughter. Like, wow, why? Yeah, because she because she married without their leave, so now she is blacklisted. Yeah, yeah, but they married without Jaehaerys's leave, so yeah, yeah. they can't really They're fall hypocrites. back on that. Yeah. Hmm. It, yeah i i don't know i wonder if it's something about her character because also of course it mentions in this paragraph mm-hmm. that it was um rumored that she was, was a sorceress 
Yeah, ob- obviously, obviously she's a sorceress. Yeah, obviously she. Uh, where does that come from? I know it's total, absolute bullshit. It is just, and you see this theme of this for different purposes, right? The sorceress is so far mm-hmm. have been what Vizenia, Tyana of the mm-hmm. Tower, yeah, and now Reyna. And it's just people who are sort of strong women that are mm-hmm. able to take and do things themselves, and so they must be a sorceress because how could they possibly do this without a strong man mm-hmm. to do it for them? Right. I wondered if any of it was if they knew. Remember how when we first met Raina, we knew she had favorites, and I suggested that like her very first favorite female, it was quickly shipped off to be married, mm-hmm. and I said that were they found a bed together and yeah, that's why they had to. So it's just go, another again, it's do? othering her, right? For maybe I just wondered gay. if they were like, oh, she's also gay, she or oh, she's queer, she's a les, you know, maybe lesbian, yeah. Uh, and so they can't they can't possibly have somebody like her as a ruler because yeah. she's uh the wrong kind of sexual orientation i did i did wonder if part of it was, yeah for sure it's it it's othering kind of, her right yeah yeah homophobic yes absolutely and it has it also says they they didn't dare speak of it but there was discord had arisen between the two queens Mm-hmm. For, ne- for the daughter had neither attended the mother's wedding nor invited her to her own do you think that it's discord or was it just happenstance what i mean so much has happened mm-hmm. between the the two of them it's so funny to what's... me though if you think about this sentence sorry in one breath they say they didn't want her to come to court and in the next breath they complain that she didn't come to court for the wedding <laughs> yeah right yeah it's pretty shit isn't it so it wouldn't have mattered if she had come to court, she would have been trying to capitalize on her, her place as the, as the mother to the heir mm-hmm. and it, and not coming. She was snubbing them. Yeah. I, I think the whole thing is just bullshit. Yeah. It's it all just bollocks yeah. and bullshit. Um, and I don't know. I think it's again with the, because of this is not written from Alyssa's point of view or anyone's point. It's written as a his- historical book written by a maester who maybe has, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a particular bent. He's got an agenda. Mm. I keep hiccuping. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like why, like what is, what is actually really what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Is it, like we, we will never know really what, what is, no. what is the truth? What, what's the and relevance to even including Is it just being stirred up? Like, is he, is he just stirring shit up? Yeah. Is he a shit stirrer? I don't know. Uh, is he making this seem uh, worse than what it was? I mean, if you think about what Alyssa and Raina have been through in their lives, Raina has been separated from her mother, Alyssa, for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, over Megor's rule uh, while, her, while she was trapped in the West. Her mother protected her other children. Could there be some resentment over, well, you never came to help me in any way? I, we just don't know. We don't know what hap- what went on between them. And obviously Alyssa attended the wedding when Raina m- was forced to marry Magor. Mm-hmm. We don't know what their relationship was like after that point. I don't know that they had one. I don't know that they had one no. like pretty much since Raina married Aegon. I don't mm. think they had a relationship, really, right? Like, she was out on progress mm. with Aegon. She had her kids without her mother. Mm. She did. She was used to doing everything without her mother. Yeah. You know, she was yeah. the queen. She didn't 
you know, she, she no. didn't have her mom anyway. And also, if the, if her mother is against her sexuality, if her mother, which I'm sure she was aware of it, because they she was banned from having some of her favourites on certain journeys. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, so she did give in, I think, until her. Yeah, Alyssa was like, fine, you can have them. Yeah. But I think it was... I'm sure that was Raina digging her heels in, saying, I want my girlfriend yeah. with me or my my friends and in inverted commas yeah um with me and she it was probably you know like you know, like mother and daughter arguments and she yeah. just pushed her and pushed her and pushed her and said fine i'll let you have one friend you can take one friend with you yes yeah <laughs> like you can have one toy in the car okay mm-hmm. not all of them not all of them. um but i wonder if Alyssa was not didn't approve of Raina's lifestyle didn't approve of the way she was I wonder too, though, if it's not just the sexuality, but it's just Reyna being a very outspoken person. Probably and that all for of a woman is in this mm. um, type of place is a dangerous thing, right? But Alyssa's not not outspoken. She's she's an outspoken she's outspoken, person. but but Reyna Reyna's outspoken and and lives a different lifestyle, so that's dangerous. Mm. Yeah, you know the influence that she could maybe have or something i don't know i think you know, it's i think it's total bullshit but but i i think i think if she was just outspoken but was on her mother's side and enjoyed wanted to live the way her mother wanted her to she probably wouldn't find it that i don't think they would clash so much i think it's the fact that they're both outspoken and Alyssa is very outspoken yeah and not afraid to say what she thinks or what she wants and what other people should do but the fact that Raina has chosen such a different style of life probably threatens her, and she probably thinks the I like would she make her chill like it's that it's the thing that we're going through now is the idea of like trans or homosexual people, gay people. What if she gets to the children? What if yeah. she spreads it to them? Yeah, um, but that's bullshit you know, because she, she's she's allowed to have her own children around. Like it's anyway. yeah. Yeah, but it's just, you know, because Araya doesn't stay with Reina. Araya goes to the court, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, Exactly. So and, so I'm just wondering if, if if Alyssa's got that kind of stupid fear of what if we let someone in the court. And I just wonder if behind the scenes they've argued about this a lot. It's possible. That's why. But again, I wonder um, if it's more just the willfulness of her and her, mm. if she was like, well, fuck you, I'm going to be out at court Mm -hmm. and open in my relationships and to Alyssa that is what was scary you know Mm -hmm. well you can't do that that's not the way it's done here and you might influence other people or whatever I don't know Mm -hmm. the the extra insulting part of this um, it's just there's like a weird hypocritical thing about Westerosi society so it's rumoured that Raina was a sorceress who had used the dark arts to murder Mago upon the Iron Throne. Oh no, how terrible. The whole realm wanted Magor to stay and succeed and stay in power for a long time. Like a minute ago we were saying how awful Mago was. Exactly. And, yeah. Like, isn't it great that he's gone? And wasn't it, it could have been this other woman who pushed, you know, the one who found him. Was it Eleanor Costain who found him mm-hmm. on the chair? Like maybe it was her and she just pushed him into the chair and murdered him that way. But now all of a sudden... It was Raina who used sorcery to use the dark arts. It, it's a little bit like that in one of the chapters we've talked about where the person who 
what was it? It was one person who had, Tyena of the Tower had used them or something to hurt Jaehaerys or something, but they were found not guilty and it was fine. But they were, oh, I can't remember. It was something like, but they had hurt her. So, and she was a queen and therefore they had to die. Yes. Yeah. So in one stroke, it's not okay to do this, but it's okay to do that or something. I was So, and it's what I always think is weird. Like in Western, I just, it's a weird part. And there's, I could mention a particular king who gets killed by a particular person mm-hmm. who I always think it's kind of hypocritical that everyone complains about his death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing here. Like yeah. it's, yeah, that it's, I think it's just the point of regicide. It sets a dangerous precedent to I just know, be okay, okay with regicide. It does, but also at the same time, it, I just find it, it's like a Let's weird, not pretend almost, that the whole realm didn't want this, though. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You mustn't kill the king, but also thanks, but also don't. But also thanks, don't. But also yeah. don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but shh, Whoever did you. this. Thank you, but don't. Yeah, don't. Don't do it again. Thanks for the one time. Don't do it again. Yeah, and it was her because she must have been a sorceress. Yes, because she's. Didn't they say in the in the chapter? Yeah, obviously with her big gay vagina, she's just spreading sorcery Mm -hmm. um, around with that. Uh, But didn't they say in the previous chapter that she had a knife? She concealed like a dagger behind her back to try and kill him or something. Well, it was like to stop him from fucking her. I think to stop him from joining her in her bed. Yeah. Yeah, but now she's doing it with sorcery. No, with sorcery. She, well, she could have done it. If she had sorcery, she wouldn't have had to marry Magor in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there we go. Just a now. little bit of Westerosi uh, sexism for you. Yes. Um, but he had to, King Jaehaerys had to marry and beget a son as soon as possible. Right. Got to get rid of these what, female what? heirs. There's not enough male Targaryens right now. You need boys. No, we need boys. Get us boys. Yeah. But who was it going to be, Beth? Who was going to marry the young who king? Would he marry? Um, everybody has an opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone has something. Lord Rogar put his first his thoughts. We hear about his thoughts thoughts first. Hey, what a stupid thought um, he had! I don't. I don't even understand the thinking <laughs> of it. I don't get it. Do you want to explain it? What What was his? So his, his thought was to uh, have someone come from across the narrow sea to forge an alliance with Tyrosh uh, by marrying Jaehaerys to the Archon's daughter, a comely girl of fifteen years, who charmed all at the wedding with her wit, flirtatious manner, and blue green hair. She sounds awesome. She does sound great, but yeah, it's not. They're not trying, like, they're trying to rebuild the Seven Kingdoms, not forge an alliance with Essos. They're trying to stick, yeah. you know, fix home. Yeah. So Alyssa yeah. was like, fuck that noise. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah, she was like, uh, no, I don't think Westeros would ever accept a foreign girl with dyed tresses as their queen. Mm-hmm. Also, people who were religious wouldn't like her because they uh, Tyroshi didn't keep the semen sem- the semen <laughs> uh, semen the semen the seven but worshipped red relu red relor red relor yeah it's the first mention is that the first mention of relor mm. in no in the books oh. i don't remember us reading about relor before i feel like it comes up earlier than this when we talk oh. about some of the other people from essos that have come to visit 
Uh, maybe. But yeah, Red Relore, the Pattern Maker, and the Three-Headed Trios, or Trios, mm-hmm. and other queer gods. Um, I looked up these people, because <laughs> I was like, who the hell is the Pattern Maker? What's the Pattern Maker, yeah. And it's, um, I went I went into a deep dive. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and also the the, uh, the Trios is weird. It's completely weird. The Three-Headed Trios is a three-headed god worshipped in Essos. There is a large statue of him, they've assumed it's a man, near the temple of Trios in Tyrosh. And a, apparently the first head of the trio devours the dying and the reborn emerge from the third. But we don't know what happens in the hmm. middle head. <laughs> so that's interesting. Interesting. It was very reincarnation or phoenix-esque. Yeah. Um, and then the pattern is... I think this is really interesting. So the pattern is a religion. I love how you say it. Pattern. You say pattern. I say pattern. (laughs) Pattern. The pattern. Pattern. Pattern maker. The pattern. Yeah. I sound Irish now. Um, The pattern (laughs) is a religion. Worship. So there's a pattern maker's maze in Bravos. And the priests of the pattern claim that only those who learn to walk the labyrinth properly will find wisdom. Interesting. Um, and obviously there are other similar mazes in other cities. And there's like in Lorath, that's not really spoilery, but there's like, if you want to go look this up, there's like famous mazes in mm-hmm. um, the islands of Lorath. Lots of mazes there. And there are mazes in the High Tower and stuff like that. Um, so we don't know if they're related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That was neat. So Pattern Maker would be Maze Maker. Could be, yeah. Or the pattern maker's maze. I don't know. Hmm. Interestingly, some behind the scenes it says that it might be a reference to the Wheel of Time. I've never read the books, so I don't know. Oh, so email us at kissbyfirethepodcast at gmail.com <laughs> and let us know if that is indeed a reference to the Wheel of Time. <laughs> yes, exactly. So like, I think there's something to do with the pattern in, in those works. So hmm. there you go. But it was really interesting. And there's some things that are kind of that I want to talk about in the spoiler section about those. Okay. Because they're, it was quite fascinating to do a little bit of research on those. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I didn't know about those. Uh, but I think Alyssa's idea is stupid, quite frankly. I think she's had the stupidest idea. I think Sod, <laughs> Sod Lord Rogar's. Can't be, was done, can't be worse than Rogar's. Come on. I don't know. It's not too bad. But hers were, okay, instead of those guys, because they're, for, they're foreign, they worship foreign gods, that they should look towards the houses who had risen in support of Aegon, the uncrowned, in the battle of Beneath the God's Eye. If you remember those guys, they were mainly very minor lords. And, like, like basically nobodies. Like, that's what we talked about. They're kind of, like, they well, weren't very nobodies. many important people. There's a people. Corbray. Corbrays aren't nobody. Yeah, the Corbrays. We... Like, I think we, we found that the Corbrays were, like, the only ones out of the lot. Who, and then I think there was a bastard of um, Winterfell. And that was about it. Yeah. Who followed. He just went to scope it out, really. Yeah. There were some people, like, we th- saw that there was a bastard from the north and a Corbray. And there was a couple of important people who I think were trying to find out whether Aegon was going to be any good as a leader. And whether mm. they should follow them. Yeah. Um, but her suggestion is maybe a, a, a Vance a, or a Vance, a Corbray, a <laughs> Westling or a Piper. Yeah. And it's like, they're all really, like, a, apart from the Corbrays, they're not exactly, like, kingly houses. Having complained that Reign of 
married a bit of a lesser from a lesser house. Yeah. Like, but these are still is, these are lesser these houses. Are, these are lesser houses, but they're not as lesser as minor as the farmans were. Um, Maybe I think the Westerlings are. The Westerlings are definitely yeah yeah down. The I think Alyssa's choices are appropriate for where they had been. I think she looked at these people and said, "I want a house that I know has been loyal to my family to sit beside my son." And mm-hmm. so with her fear of, you know, everything that she's been through, I think it's just like, it was just motherly protection. So I don't think hers is, are stupid for the sake of protecting Jaharis, but I think they're, they're not good choices for the sake of uniting the realm. No. No. No, no and that's Grandmaster Benefer. Yeah. No. And it was, it was the Grandmaster Benefer who, who obviously, I can imagine them at the small council going, no, 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 woman, woman, shush now. Ugh. Oh, oh, <laughs> bloody hell, bloody women. You're only a woman, what do you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In fact, wasn't it women who were supposed to make up these matches? Yeah, I mean, in the early days, it was Vizenia and Rainey's that did it. Yeah. But that is like the lady of the house. You're supposed to you're supposed to match yeah. people to people. But not the king's anyway. betrothal. I think that's different. But, no, yeah. no, that's, that's only Goodness, a man's no. job. Good gracious, no. Yeah. Uh, but he was like, Grandmaster Benef was like, uh, no, I don't think so. He said that essentially that if they wanted to go along that route, yes, you want to do conciliation and commit to peace. But if you only figure, figure, <laughs> what the fuck is figure? <laughs> figure, you only favor. I think I was thinking of favor those who are loyal to Aegon and Mago. <laughs> So yeah. I combined Favor, Aegon, and Magor. <laughs> I said Fager. So if you only favor people who fought for Aegon and didn't like Magor, then people will go boo. People won't like that because. Yes. So he said uh, that a daughter taken that had from one of the houses that had taken little or no part in the battles between uh, Magor and Aegon. That's really hard to say, Megor and Egon. Megon, Megon. <laughs> Let's just call them Megon. Right. Um, <laughs> but the problem with that is, so he's suggesting ones that were loyal to the faith because they didn't take part in the wars. Yes. Yes. So right? a Tyrell, a Hightower, or an Aaron. Although Aaron's didn't. The Aaron's didn't. No, you're right. They weren't involved no, in the They were no part of, of it. But Aaron's are famously. Although, are they? It's interesting. There's like lore about the Arons. So the Arons are Andals. Mm-hmm. So they're hundred percent Andalish. Mm-hmm. But there are some things about that. Whether they, there are some things that don't make sense in the histories that that might be. They might be have some first men. Because I think there was a first men hero who was an Andal. Who sorry was an Aron. Mm-hmm. I think who was the one who rode the falcon or something. It's the like. Anyway, there's, there's definitely like someone from the Age of Heroes or something. Yeah, they're one the of the older, came. older houses, the yeah. first kings and stuff. Um, but the but so it's a bit confusing whether the Arings are, but I believe that they are. They talk of themselves as very Andal, mm-hmm. and then they've got Andal coloring. They've got the Andal hair and nose and blue eyes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, um, so it they they would be very much. Followers of the seven, if they are very Andalish. Yes. Yeah. But I do think that those are better in some ways for a king standing, a Tyrell or a Hightower or an Aaron. Well, with the with the house, be yes, with the yeah the level 
of the house. But again, it's still self-serving overall, maybe with the exception of the mm. Aaron's because mm. the other families were ones that supported the faith. Yes, openly. And of course, they are in the right part of the world as well. Yeah. Um, you know. So, and again, it makes you think, who are these maesters? Who was Grand Maester Benefer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Because maybe he was an Aaron or an Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say maybe he was an Aaron. Like yeah. because it's obvious why he might pick a Tyrell or a Hightower because they're down in the Reach, right next to, um, the the Citadel where yeah. he will have learned and stuff. So to then to add an Aaron in there is like okay, was he an Aaron? Is that why he's like yeah, yeah, marrying to one of my people. Yeah, and of course that like all of these. So you've got Rogar, mm-hmm. Lord Rogar. You've got Queen Alyssa. You've got the Grand Maester, all divided. They've all got their opinions and therefore it opens up the way. This is the betrothals. It's like open season for who's going to marry Jaehaerys. Yeah. And they were like a dating game. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's behind door number three? We get that later. (laughs) We get pretty much the dating procession. This is just, anyway, this is, and it's also like, this is completely, Jaehaerys is completely kept out of these council meetings he has no idea that they're taking place so he gets no say which is not uncommon for a royal wedding but it is interesting that he's a king with no say and his mm-hmm. bride at all they don't want to talk to him about it at all nope nope i there's a lot of shit that comes up about this though mm-hmm. so prentice tully nominated a younger sister of his own wife again did you know that lucinda tully was pious did you know? She's famed for her piety. Fame for, fame for her piety. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. It, it's it's come up like three times now. Each well, she's mentioned. The relevance is, is noted in this case because, again, fame for her mm. piety so that she would help to unite the realm after Magor's wars with the faith, right? Mm. Yes. But um, I want to talk about her in the spoiler section. Okay. Because I think some, that I was looking up something about her mm, and okay. I was going, okay. Because I was thinking, why do they keep bringing this up? Again. Why? Over why, and over. why, why? Yeah. Every single blooming time. Yeah. So so we had a, a younger sister of her who, <laughs> I looked her up <laughs> and it was meant to be Ella Broom because Lucinda Tully came from House Broom. Oh, lovely. Um, And it would have been Ella Broom who... Uh, some people have suggested did he uh, she was meant to be like an honourable quiet reserved mate like maid who was obedient and nice and did everything you was she was told and was this George so all the things R. that R. mattered Martin. for women no women. but was this George R. R. Martin call like naming her after Cinderella right yeah. <laughs> Ella Broom Ella Broom yes. um, actually there's another Cinderella moment in this chapter so maybe is there there oh, is I think. yeah I'll, I'll I'll bring it up I have a note that's Cinderella. Okay, That's yes, please do. Uh, so that choice would please the faith. Damon Valarian suggested that he marry Queen Eleanor Costain. So she was Magor's... One of the Black Brides. One of Magor's brides. Black Brides. Yeah. She was the one uh, where Magor had her husband killed so he could marry her because she was fertile. Was that the one? That's was the she one. the one? Yeah. I thought it was the other one. I thought Eleanor Costain... Who, who were the three Black Brides? Raina, <laughs> Eleanor Costain, and Jane Westerling. Oh, bloody hell, yeah. Of course, Jane Westerling wasn't the other one. Yeah. No, well, she was the one who had her, hus- her husband was murdered so that he could... Yeah. Allegedly yeah. murdered. 
and even adopting oh, her three yeah. sons by her first marriage. That's that's how I knew that she was. That yeah, one. exactly. And because she had proven fertility, and that's all that really matters in a woman. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, either they have to be a virgin or proven fertility, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. This is my favourite bit, though. (laughs) My favourite. Lord Keltegar had two unwed daughters that he had already famously offered Magor his choice of them. (laughs) He just offered them to Sherry's. Yeah. Well, he didn't want them. Do you want them? Do you want them? (laughs) I don't want them. I don't know what to do with them. (laughs) I just have these laying around. No one wants to use them for anything. Do you you want want them? them? I'll... <laughs> These poor girls. I put them on Facebook Marketplace yeah, or exactly. eBay. <laughs> yes. I've got some spare, some spare uh, yeah. ones lying around, like the local Facebook group. Does anyone want these? I've just got them lying around. Just lying around. I'll put them in the yeah. curve. You can pick them up if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the front yard. These poor just girls. Oh, God. Oh, thanks, Dad. Rogar Baratheon. Oh my god, do you want to read it, what he said? I have seen your daughters. They have no chins, no teats, and no sense. <laughs> Rogar. I love that's it. That's mean. Well, I would have been a great bride for Harris because I've got at least two chins. <laughs> I mean, if uh, chins are what we're counting. <laughs> yeah. Right. But chins, I have big teats, and quite a bit of sense. So, <laughs> double the chins, double the teeth, double the sense. Marry me, Jaharis. <laughs> Marry me. <laughs> so Jaharis was not privy to these debates as I addressed, nope. uh, but it seems that if they had asked him, he would have had an answer that they disapproved of, which is why he was left mm-hmm. out of these meetings. Right? Yeah. Who did he want to yeah. marry? He wanted to marry his sister. Hmm. Nice. Blah. <laughs> Um, I like how they say it that he was still a boy and ruled by a boy's desires desires mm-hmm. that on no account should be allowed oh, to rule gross. with good of I'm going to vomit in my mouth I'm just like this boy is, talking about his... has a boy's desires about his sister yeah he's got it's his penis his penis wants his it's sister like a divining rod his penis um, wants his sister do you know some people there is a thing I'm pretty sure it might have been a dream but I feel like I read it recently that cock divining is a thing Using a penis to lead you to water. What? <laughs> I feel like that's true. I did. I dream it. <laughs> Cock divining. I'm doing this just divining. Cock divining. Yeah. To uh, water. Stone. But to your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there's such a thing as using your penis. Using a penis, but anyway, just follow the penis. Essentially, is what I'm saying. Follow the penis. Follow the penis. He he wanted to follow his penis into his sister's feces. Oh god! It's yeah. so yucky. The Targaryens had been marrying brother to sister for centuries, as we know. Mm-hmm. This is the first since the Conqueror, right? Yeah, and they but they expected no because um, Aegon married Rhaena. Right. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Obviously. So. Yeah. Egg on the uncrowned married Raina. Yes. Um, and they were expecting to be wed to one another. Yeah. It's not like, well, yeah, since growing up, because that's what Aenys would have wanted, right, for them. Yeah. And, and at one point, it's what Alyssa would have wanted as well, it says. Uh, but after having seen what happened to her children, her other yep. two, Aegon and Raina, mm-hmm. um, she, she knew she didn't feel that it was the right thing to do to unite the realm because it would set the mm. faith off again. Yeah. Make yep. them all go bonkers. 
Yes. Yes. Do you think Targaryen incest is a good idea or not? I think incest is never They're... a good idea. No, I know, but they're obviously they are a different culture. So let's get rid of our. I know I can't. Like, this particular chapter, I don't know what it is, but the ick is really strong for me, and I don't feel like I had the ick so <laughs> bad with Aegon and his sisters. Mm-hmm. Or even maybe with Aegon and Reyna, maybe because, but it's Why? it's that the fact that there's clear attraction in this part, and I'm like, Bleh! yeah. Yeah, there's Yucky. definitely moments in... There are moments in this book that I'm like, ugh. But yeah. taking aside... Uh, yeah, in this chapter in particular, putting aside our cultural uh, dynamic, mm. our, what our cultural norms are, the Targaryens ha- and, and the Valyrians practised incest. Right. This we know. So... Can we talk about this in the spoiler section? Because I, I have an answer to it, but it's not been established okay. yet. Can we save it for the spoiler section? If you would like to do that. I feel like there are pros and cons that we can mention now, though. Sure, sure. Go for it. Um, Like, a pro is they get to keep power of the dragons themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't, you know, if somebody else, another family ends up with, say, for example, like I mentioned, um, Raina marrying Andrew Farman, Mm -hmm. uh, her, their children would end up being, if they had children together, they potentially could be dragon riders they and have be. dragons themselves and therefore more people have the power of dragons. Yeah, more families um, have dragon blood in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but as we... Again, I can't... I, I have a lot to say about that in the spoiler section. I was going to bring up something else, but it hasn't happened yet in any of the things we've covered. So, mm. And the Targaryens... Um, I mean, maybe this... Uh, yeah, the... We should definitely talk about it in the spoiler section. Let's do that. Okay. But it, I just think that they're... And obviously the cons are that they don't seem to be marrying out into the realm and therefore making... Allies. Um, allies, which is a big problem. Yeah. That's what... Mar- I mean, even like... Even in ancient times, you would see major uh, country alliances, right? Like between mm-hmm. England and Spain often or... Yeah. Yeah, um, England and France, France or whatever. Scotland so that was, that, but it was important, right, to Scotland mm. in England, like just to keep wars from yeah. happening, or, or not that they didn't still happen, but it was meant to be a sign of good faith to marry within different countries. To, yeah, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't happen in this case. So they can't forge alliances. So that's obviously that's exactly what they're working towards right now. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and so they do decide on a marriage for Alisanne. They do, because they can't think of one for Jaehaerys. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> before they got to that bit, they have a they have a visitor. They get a visitor, don't they? In the form of Septon Mateus of the mm. Most Devout. Yeah. Who is apparently a great whale of a man, as famed for his corpulence as for the magnificence of his robes. Why is it that holy, holy people are always, like, just disgusting? in so many ways like there's a lot of holy people in this book in in all of the books where yeah i think do you wonder if it just is a if george just doesn't like organized religion at all and so it's like any representation of organized religion he's famously a lapsed catholic yeah yeah i so i don't know but it's just or is it the comment commentate commenting on some of the uh, hypocritical nature like the hypocrisy of saying well you can't do this but I and you have to live your life this way but I will clearly feast 
so much that I am enormous and wear rich garments. I don't like it. But then I don't I hate it because it implies that obesity means that you're feasting on Yeah. Everything. Exactly. And and that's bullshit. And I, Mm -hmm. I I don't like it as a as a as a tro- narrative as a trope as a trope it's a trope yeah. yeah to kind of be like well this person's obviously really fat and therefore they're a gross human being mm-hmm. i mean they literally have characters like called garth the gross and stuff like that yeah um yeah like every gross character is heavy not everyone yeah i mean we have not some everyone. certainly later that come to mind mm. where their weight is mentioned but they are still a person of character mm-hmm. yes but but yeah, but he basically, and he he's he's claim. I don't know why this is important. He claims descent from the Gardener kings of Gardener kings of old, mm-hmm. and like when you become a septon, you're aren't you? I mean, when you're high septon, you're supposed to be a nobody. You're supposed to get rid of your name. Yes. So shouldn't you be practicing, kind of practicing that? Because he was said that he was hopefully going to be the next high septon. Now, doesn't that make sense to, to, when you think about them naming the Tyrells as a possible family? Mm, mm, yes. Yeah. Because he would be a Tyrell then, probably. Probably, or affiliated yeah. with, right? Or affiliated with them, but I feel like it's also. He's. I feel like it's showing his pride as a character that mm-hmm. he's a prideful person. Yes. And again, hypocritical as a man of the faith. Yeah, and he threatens them, sort of. Yeah. Of, you know, don't marry brother to sister. Someone will rise up against you. There's other. There's other mm-hmm. Septon moons out there, but really, they yes. they could be anybody. Yeah. And he didn't think that the current um, High Septon would care because uh, he was nope. old and he didn't really care yeah. about anything. Uh, he was the, apparently the journey to and from the wedding, the golden the golden wedding, had almost been the end of him. He was very very old. Yes, and not yeah. least because he pooped his pants when the dragons. He would have been very dehydrated. Yes, yes, after, he would have been. after that. Yeah, need some electrolytes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get him some Gatorade. Yeah. yeah, there are other moons out there, other Septon moons, and we don't want you to repeat what you had done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of, it, it, it confirmed what Queen Alyssa was worried about for her. She was concerned that her children, the same thing would happen again, people would rise up. I have made a note that, in to be like, well, why do they even care they're the kings and queens? Mm-hmm. And actually, and they're the Targaryens, and they've got dragons, and they could just be like, "I don't care. I've got pat." Like they could, they could show their power and say, "Yeah, we know this is your faith, but but we're Targaryens, and we've got dragons, yeah, and it's not ours, and we yeah. can do stuff." But then I realised that Alyssa is she is not a Targaryen; she no. is a Valarian, mm-hmm. and obviously Lord Rogar is a Baratheon. Mm-hmm. So the, neither of them, and neither the of them are dragon riders either. Neither of them are dragon riders and neither of them are blood of the dragon. And therefore, they haven't got that kind of... I wonder if there's like almost like a genetic, we're different, we can do what we want, mm-hmm. we've got dragons. So yeah, I would call that just they, plain old elitism, but who knows. Yeah. No, I, but I th- they are elitist, but I just yeah. think that they, they don't have that kind of like almost genetic history of, but I have dragons, so I can do what I want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have to bow down to anyone. No, and, and Alyssa being married to Aenys, who did not use his dragon very yeah, much. Yeah. Or for any exactly. political purpose, wouldn't no. wouldn't have even seen that as an argument, right? No, exactly. Yeah. So I I just found that kinda interesting, like, well, 
you don't have to give a shit what anyone thinks. You're the kings and the queens, and you've got fucking dragons. So they, but they but do have really to give a shit to. what people think. Aegon had a dragon, and he still died. Reyna has a dragon, and she's you know not the ruling queen. So that yeah. even with the dragons, it still was not. It didn't work for the last people. It didn't work for Mangor either, and he had a dragon. So dragons aren't yeah, everything. Yeah, but he managed right? to get rid of. He managed to like basically burn the 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 faith militant yeah with with his but dragons it didn't save him from anything ultimately that's true. so i think that's but it doesn't really matter at this point dragons are no dragons the realm needs to support mm. the king that's their point yeah true so they found uh they pushed uh, alisan and jaharis away from each other mm-hmm. and they she alisan had just celebrated her first flowering isn't that lovely at age mm. 13 mm-hmm. so it was thought desirable that she wed as soon as possible she's yeah. 13 she she's 13 let's get her married marry her yep. so yeah yeah that's nice isn't it mm-hmm. so they oh, just really weird is that rogar baratheon puts forward his youngest brother what that weird that is weird he's that like, doesn't sound like rogar why does it... he's like i've got this brother Mm-hmm. And um, he's only 10 years older than her, so he's only 23. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be a pretty good match. Is this sort of, Are we sorted now? Should we, should we call? Perfect. We sign off on that? Yeah, sign off, yeah. sign here, all done. Done and dusted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's weird. And they were going to be married on the seventh day. No. Yeah, no. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> seventh day of the new year, yeah. she would be married to Orin Baratheon. Who would have thought the seventh day? And Alison was happy, right? She was like, Yeah, she was like, Yeah, this. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And unfortunately, <laughs> Alison Targaryen was like, A no. Under that. that. No way. He says, Their plan was soon undone, for they had grievously underestimated the will. And determination of Alisanne Targaryen herself and her young king, Jaehaerys. Yes. Shall we take a little break to thank people? To yeah. We want to say thank you to our lovely patrons. I think this is a good place to break, don't you? There's yeah. a little bit left. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So thank you to our all of our patrons, but uh, calling yes. out the patrons at our Ice Spiders level, Julie Beth of Tarth, Scad, the King Beyond the Wall, Emily of the Eyrie, and Mr. J, the red shirt in black. Thank you guys for your support. Ooh. We love you Thank all. You. Thank you very, 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 very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually have a question from the patron, The King Beyond the Wall. Let me read it to you. Uh, he says, Are there, <laughs> this is an interesting one because I've already brought things like this up today. Are there any times in Fire and Blood when you are frustrated by the unreliable narrative of the maester and are just screaming inside your head, just tell me what's going on, or is that just me? Yes. Every chapter. <laughs> That's the Every easiest major question I've ever yeah. had to answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, basically, the answer is yes. Yes. There's no basically, the answer is yes. I feel like it sounds yeah, like I'm farting now. My chair is making these funny sounds, and I feel like I'm sure. farting. Yeah. And I don't sure. do that, not, so you know it's my no, chair. <laughs> no, of course no, you don't. I sure. Don't. Yeah. Um, when editing, I'm going to turn it up and make it sound <laughs> You're such a jerk. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, me. I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk-faced. A jerky jerk-faced. Meanie. Um, yeah. 
No, I like this question because it's like, yes, all the time. I'm constantly screaming. I even just read, I've read this book a number of times and even reading it through with you mm-hmm. right now. I'm just yeah. like, I could stop. I could do a whole podcast on every page just so what, but what really happened? But I know every page. I know it's funny how we can every take ten pages thing. like this and stretch it out into you know two hours to, of talking I know. easily. Like so many times, I'm like, don't bring it up because we haven't got time to talk about it. I know. <laughs> but what really happened? But what really happened? And why and actually, are we being told this? This is an example of it that we're on right now. This just this little moment where we're talking about Alison and how she found out. How did she mm-hmm. find out? Remember I said there was yeah. another Cinderella moment? Yeah. It says, oh, yes. the small folk say that she was told by the rats in the walls. Yes. And that reminds me of Cinderella and her mice. Cinderella. <laughs> Hi, Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. Yeah. I'm going to make your dress so pretty. You make me really tie a session and put a river through it. I love that song. I know, it's, it's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if we had, if we just knew what happened, like <laughs> that would be great. There'd be, be great. no mystery. Like yeah. if if George R. R. Martin just wrote the book as himself and just said, these are the things that happened. This is exactly <laughs> what happened. Yes, because it's not even in this book. It's the unreliable narrative of the maester. But in the in yeah. the main series, it's the unreliable narrative of the point of view character. Yeah. And so there's yeah. many times that you believe that another character has died or something has happened. You don't know what's happened. And then you learn later, you know, you're left hanging for a little while about this other character. And then it's like, oh, boom, this is what actually happened. Yep. Yeah. And it's hard, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pain in the butt. But, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Bless you. <laughs> it's okay. That's a cute little little sneeze like a disney animal <laughs> and chew oh my god no it's yucky okay yes, yes. thank you for the question um, and the answer is yes yeah. yes uh, constantly always always it's very annoying and it, I think... it, but it's also great because it means that i get sucked down rabbit holes and um you know i yeah, think so i think that it's why the fandom has been able to be what it is though because if we just had the story as it is there would be not a lot of room for speculation so right. because we have this unreliable uh, narrator in this and an unreliable narrative in, in the POVs mm-hmm. in the main series, it, it it allows room, it gives gray area, it gives space for mm-hmm. questions and theories. Is there such a thing as an un, as a reliable narrator ever? As a reliable narrator? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, to me, it's quite rare, I think, to get a completely reliable narrator. I suppose that's true, but... Yes, I suppose that's true. There's probably never a perfectly reliable narrator because there's always going to be another side to the story. Mm. Yeah. Back to the story. Yes. Alisanne, not mm-hmm. pleased, not pleased about her match. Well, the thing is, no one had announced it. No one had said to her. Right. She was told by... Officially. Gus Gus. <laughs> Gus Gus. Exactly. <laughs> Follow me, Gus Gus. <laughs> so... Uh, it was suspected that maybe a servant or a, Lord Rogo thought maybe Damon Valarian had uh, maybe told her because he thought that he suspected that the Valarians thought the Baratheons were overreaching themselves because they were, but yes. and want, and wanted to displace them as the lords of the uh, the lords of the tides as like the second yeah kind of household in the realm because obviously it was Targaryens, Valarians and other people. So then he wondered if Damon Valarian had told her or if it was a servant. 
But I like this, the rats in the walls mm -hmm. maybe had told, that's what the small folk said, and rushed with the, to the princess with the news. Mm -hmm. So she didn't want to marry him. Apparently she didn't even like him. And it says, another girl might have wept or raged or run pleading to her mother. In many a sad song, maidens forced to wed against their will throw themselves from tall towers to their deaths. It's like, well, well then why the hell do we do this? <laughs> this is the way. I think it's funny, though, in yes. one breath, whom she scar scarcely knew and if rumor can believe, did not like. But if she didn't know him, yeah. how did she not like him? He was a Baratheon. Yeah, matter, probably. exactly. Something about these Baratheons just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what it yeah. could be. Could it be but something the about the Targaryens and the Baratheons just don't seem to get along. Yes. <laughs> um, but I just think it's crazy that we have this practice. And yeah, we do lose quite a few people a year to uh, suicide over it. But that's just a risk you have to take in this yeah. society, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Arranged marriages. Yeah. But Alison was having none of it. She uh, went to Jaehaerys. She did. She went right um, to the king himself. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, shit, they're going to be planning something for me as well, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Good good deduction there, Jaehaerys. Yep. Yeah, well done, Jaehaerys. I was a bit like, I thought Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. So he summoned his Kingsguard. He said, set sail for Dragonstone at once. We're going to meet them there. And he says, you have sworn me your swords and your obedience. Remember those vows and speak no word of my departure. Because the vows in, we know that the vows say you have to keep the king's secrets. Yes, they so. do. Yes, they do. <sighs> so under the cover of darkness, King Jaehaerys and Alysanne got on their dragons, Vermithor and Silverwing, and they left for Dragonstone. Um, and as soon as he landed, apparently his first words were not, hi, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he not, said, hey, you guys. Hey, how's it going? He said, I have need of a septon. Booyah! Booyah. Like, they're just out there. They're having yeah. none of that shit. He's going to be taking matters into his own hands. Because obviously they didn't trust Septon Mateus. They had this nice man on Dragonstone called Septon Oswick. I like Septon nice. Oswick. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. I like him too. Even though I'm grossed out by the Targaryen customs and Septon Oswick is yeah. not. I still like the guy. No. Yeah. He's like sweet. He, he, he um, was their teacher when they were kids. And he'd served in a novice in the court of Queen Rainies. Um, and he just seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Familiar with the Targaryen customs of marrying brother to sister. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, cool. That's yeah. fine. Whatever yeah. you want to do. Sure. You know? Sure. Love is love. Arrangements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. Best face is like, no. I am. No I'm very way. pro like everything. But incest is... Is blah. anyway, <laughs> king shaming is outrageous. <laughs> how dare I? How, yeah, how dare you? The king's got arrived, and the next morning, so the king's got arrived a few days later, so yeah. they just hung out there for a few days till, till their yeah, witnesses I'm appeared. confused. As did they just get married? Like, the words, the wording is weird. So the king's yes, right? arrived a few days yeah. later, the following morning, as the sun rose, they got married. It's like the following morning after the King's Guard arrived, or the following morning after they. I know they I was arrived. confused, but but it, the King's Guard were there. They were the witnesses yes. to the wedding. Yes. So it has to have been the day after, after the King's Guard arrived. So I was wondering: is it normal for them to have gone off to Dragonstone? Was the alarm not going? 
Do you, do you sort well, of mean like if, if they been missing so they, for a few days? They were from just court. faster. No one else had dragons, so it didn't really matter. But I was because th- obviously, as we learn in a moment, Alyssa and Rogar arrive not long after, but it's already mm. done. It's the next day, I think they arrive because yeah. they wouldn't know until the Kingsguard sh- sailed at night. So mm. they wouldn't know until the next day when the king didn't come down for his morning tea. That's true. Yeah. So they just had the yeah. element of surprise. They had a little bit more time. They had more time. I think it sounds like a nice wedding. I think it sounds lovely. Like yeah. no, it's not too big. The seven kings guards stood stood witness. Their white cloaks snapping in the wind. So it must have been outside. Yes. Um. And the car- the garrison and servants looked on as well, together with a good part of the small folk of the fishing village. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's nice. You invited the people. Just, yeah. You know. And a modest feast followed and many toasts were drunk to the health of the boy and the new queen. And they slept in the bed of Aegon that Aegon had shared with Rainies. <laughs> Obviously not um, the Visenya's bed. I know, but they're like, let's just climb one. in grandma and grandpa's bed now that we're married. But they didn't <laughs> consummate it. There was no bedding. I know, but still. What if we just okay? We're married. Let's climb in Grandma and Grandpa's bed and get all cozy. Hey, Gammy and Grandpa! Oh my God, I gagged. I'm like, Come I on. think they have obviously cleaned the sheets since they were in there. <laughs> I fucking hope. I really, I really hope, hope so. They've washed the sheets. Either way, I think it's that's like, just normal, though, isn't it? People move into other people's bedrooms. I know. And I know. It's supposed to be house. like symbolic of like probably the yeah. relationship that Aegon and Rainey's had, and she was. Mm-hmm obviously his favorite but but they yeah. don't really know that that their grandma and grandpa <laughs> but what's finally happened here is and i think this although i don't agree with a lot of the things that jaharis does he's finally shown himself to not be an a-hole by saying she's too young i'm not going to consummate this yeah i think it's interesting that they just know well she's bled she can marry yeah and, and any other like, lord no. would have taken her virginity the night of the wedding yes but jaharis was like no she's too young no she's too young just she might have her period but she's still she's still young yes yeah exactly and then what's interesting is that then they when queen Lyssa and rogo arrive they come in a war galley Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Well, maybe There's all the other ships had gone, or maybe they're just the fastest too. So no, they. I don't think war galleys are the fastest, but because I don't think they're quite big and heavy, aren't they? Yeah. Either way, it's something. They did a have they had a lot of people. They had like forty people, right? They brought a garrison yeah. with them. They had a dozen knights, forty men at arms, Septimates and Grand Maester Benefer, and. But I feel like that's a that's a big message. Like it's not oh, yeah. just mum and dad coming yeah. to talk to say, "Come on, kids." Yeah come on, like, let's sort this no. out. They're like, oh, we're going to bring a fucking army with us in yeah. a war galley. Oh, yeah, that's huge. And that's Rogar being, I am pissed that they did this. Yeah. yeah. He was not happy. He was not pleased. You, f- uh, But it's Queen Alyssa who said, you foolish children, you know not what you've done. I know. Jaharis but mom. And met them at the gates holding hands. Yeah, they're holding each hands. each other. <laughs> we're mommy, we love each other. <laughs> And it was set to Mateus, his voice thunderous as he berated the king and queen and prophesied that this abomination would once... Sorry, I've got a great picture the next page there. Would once more plunge Westeros into war. They shall curse your incest from the Dornish marches to the wall and every pious son of the mother and father shall denounce you as the sinners you are. 
The Septon's face was red and swollen as he raved, Benefer tells us, and spittle sprayed from his lips. Ew. Yeah. Like, he's gross. I love everything that comes next. And this is this is the, the this is the scene. part yeah yeah this is the this part is what i thought you were like, saying was the part the yeah part this is the part. bit this it's like good. makes me sh- like shiver me timbers like <laughs> this is so exciting um like what because jarius and alisan are targaryens and they mm-hmm. historically will give no shits what the faith want i know that they're supposed to and they and he's a conciliator so he's like i need to make this right but I don't give no shit what you say. But he doesn't explode. This is my favourite thing. So, <laughs> I love this. I've un- underlined, Jaehaerys the Conciliator is rightly honoured in the annals, the annals <laughs> the of annals, the Seven yes. Kingdoms, yep. for his calm demeanour and even temper. But let no man think that the fire of the Targaryens did not burn in his veins. So, when Septon Mateus finally stopped ranting and raving at him... yeah. The king just basically my mommy calmly... Can, my mommy can say whatever she wants to, but if you open your mouth one more fucking time, I'll slit your throat, is pretty much what he said to Mateus. It pretty much. He just yeah. says, I will accept chastisement from her grace, my mother, but not from you. Hold your tongue, fat man. <laughs> yep. If another word passes your lips, I will have them sewn shut. Yeah. Like, Whoa, Okay. He spoke no more. I love it. It's just one line. Septon <laughs> Mateus spoke no more. He yeah. pooped his pants just he like the high pants. tower. Yeah. Like, not the high tower, the high septon. The high septon. Yeah. Um, but Lord Roker was like... <laughs> and he was basically like very blunt about it. Has there been a bedding? Have you consummated this? Have you fucked Did her Did you yet? claim her maidenhead? Yeah. I've written again, you. Yep. Uh, and the king's like, no, she's too young. And at that point, Rogo's like, great, fine, then you didn't get married. You didn't get married. This basically. is funny to me because he didn't claim his wife's maidenhead either. So are they no. not married? <laughs> so they're not married. Exactly. Yeah. So, mm. and this is the bit. This is the bit. This is that the bit. Is so exciting to me. So he's like, good, you're not wed. And he turned to the sev- the uh, King's Guard. Oh, no, he didn't. He turned to the knights who accompanied him from King's Landing. And he tells them to basically separate Jaehaerys and Alisan. Mm-hmm. Like, he says, get the princess to Sea Dragon Tower and keep her there. And he, his grace, Jaehaerys, he's going to come back with me to the Red Keep. And they're like, let's keep them apart. Yeah. And basically, we can discount this marriage because there was no bedding. Oh, this is the bit. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> so as these guys move forward, the seven knights of Jaehaerys' Kingsguard stepped forward and drew their swords. Come no closer, warned Sir Giles Morrigan. Any man who lays a hand upon our king and queen shall die today. Lord Rogar was dismayed. Sheath your steel and move aside, he commanded. Have you forgotten? I am the king's hand. I, old sour Sam answered, but we are the king's guard, not the hand's guard, and it is the lad who sits the chair, not you. Lord Rogar Baratheon bristled at Sir Samgood's words and answered, You are seven. I have half a hundred swords behind me. A word from me and they will cut you to pieces. They might kill us, replied young Pate the Woodcock, brandishing his spear, but you will be the first to die, my lord. You have my word upon that. Yep. It is pretty good. It is good. It's pretty good. You're like, oh my god. 
And apparently that, like he said, they point out that Maester Benefer is there and he wrote loads of stuff about it, which is why they know what why happened. Why they know verbatim what they said. Yeah, this is George just really wanting to write a scene like this. Yeah. So he's like, yes. someone has to be there to, to record what happened exactly because I need to write this out. And, and Steph yeah. is very glad he did. <laughs> I'm really glad he did. I was just like, oh my God, it's oh, no. just so cool. They're just like, uh-uh, no way. And Alyssa, Alyssa stepped in and put an end to it all. It's done. I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, put your penises away. I know. Yeah. This is not <laughs> okay. a dick measuring contest. No. What's done is done. Now we must needs live with it. May the gods have mercy on the realm. We, mm-hmm. She said to her kids, we shall go in peace. Let no man speak of what happened here today. Let no man speak of it. So is she referring to the marriage or is she re- referring to the discourse? I think both. I think both. Because Rogar really is like, nope, let no man speak of what happened here at all, period, ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I like King Jaehaerys' response. He's like, as you command, mother. But do not think that you shall unmake this marriage. We are one now, and neither gods mm-hmm. nor men shall part us. And then Alisam jumps up and makes out with him. Ew, I know. But she says, send me to the ends of the earth and wed me to the king of Mossavi and the lord of the grey waste. Silverwing will always bring me back to Jaehaerys. And then they kissed and snogged. And I'm like, nope, it's too far. (laughs) You've gone too far for me. (laughs) Nope, I'm good. I looked up where Mossavi is and the grey waste. So it's pretty shit. They're pretty shit places. Yeah. So um, they're pretty awful. In fact, Mossavi, Mossavi... It's really far east in Essos, and the Grey Race is just near it. Mossavi is said to be a cold and dark land of shape changers and demon hunters. Mm. It's unknown what lies beyond, although some septons claim the world ends beyond the forest. So interesting. I don't really want to go to Mossavi. I really do now. The Grey Race Grey Waste is really a frozen there. desert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't really want to go there. Uh, yeah, but the Grey Waste is a frozen desert really near, really nearby it. So. Yeah, yucky. Sounds pretty gross. Sounds pretty horrible, to be honest. Well, so they, they were married and they hung out on mm-hmm. Dragonstone and had a little honeymoon without the without the sex part, anyway. And they hunted mm-hmm. and hawked and fished and flew dragons, read books, ate breakfast together. They bonded. did. They had a little bonding time, right? They did. Can I just ask a question? Do you have yeah. in your copy a footnote just under here? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I have a note of this in my so little when, notes. When she I think it's him. so odd that we have a footnote here. 147 yeah, pages for me really into odd. the book. It's yeah. the first footnote. The whole book is a fucking footnote. <laughs> exactly. So it sort of feels it's like this chapter, footnotes. we talked about it a bit earlier. It kind of feels like it was like written by or encouraged or edited by someone else or something. Like there's just yes, weird bits I was thinking that, that too. don't fit. I wondered if there yeah. were other writers who, like, was there a ghost writer? Influence Where did other something. people uh, contribute to it? Hmm. It's weird, right? Yeah, I I was thinking, is this like, is that is there someone else who's contributed to this? Is it not just Gildane? I wonder if Archmaster Gildane got um, like some of his acolytes or someone to write some of it for him maybe <laughs> i can't maybe. be bothered to do this chapter yes yeah you're you're you know you can forge your chain if you write me three chapters of the book right 
But I feel like footnotes yeah. become a thing, a big thing later in the books. They do. It's just mm-hmm. really weird that we've got one now. And it's not even a particularly like, what's the yeah. point of this? It's, ba- it's essentially nope. tells us about people who used to sing about what happened between the, the King's Guard. Well, that and just to say that it seems like it seems like Jaehaerys was only backed by his seven, but it's also very probable, according to this footnote, that he was also backed by the garrison of Dragonstone, right? Yes, yes, they had archers and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, pointing their, you know, arrows at people. But I don't know why that has to be a footnote because it just seems like the kind of yeah, thing just that would put just it in the in chapter itself. I know it's so strange to me. I was like, anyway, you were right. <laughs> they had a lovely bonding time. Mm-hmm. They even took ma- lessons from the maesters. Yeah. Alison's like, we still have so much to learn. She's such a nerd. <laughs> I love it. We've got to learn things. Let's go to the library and pick up some books. All right, Hermione. I know. <laughs> yes. yes. Am I the only one who's read Hogwarts, a history, or Dragonstone, a history? Yes. They also like to fly together uh, all around Dragonmont, sometimes as far as Driftmark. And they... This bit, I'm like, no, uh, this is where I'm at you. Because okay. they like to... <laughs> oh, lay naked in bed together? Is that the part you're Yeah. About? Yeah, they like to... Sh- no, this is it. They like to be naked and share many long and lingering kisses abed and at the table and other times during the day. Um, and it make it just makes me feel... Blah, I know. Inside, like... And in their grandma and grandpa's bed, too. <laughs> yeah. Yucky. Granny and grandpa. Gross. This is where Gammy used to keep her slippies. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Grammy used to keep her teeth. Actually, no, because Rainy's didn't get old enough to lose her teeth. <laughs> That's true. That's a true story. Yes. I was just going to say they would wait, what, about a year or so before the marriage was actually consummated. Yes. Yeah. And Rogar would continue to try and undo the match, right? Oh, constantly. He didn't want to tell anyone. Uh, even though it's kind of weird, it says that lots of lords and people would go to Dragonstone to talk to the king. Mm-hmm. And and Alisanne was often there by his side, and he would say, well, Aegon had no secrets from Rhaenys and Visenya, so I've got none from Alisanne. Yes. But yeah. even despite that, Rogar was like, no, don't tell anyone. Shh, it's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I think maybe they know. Yeah, The jig is up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no one was allowed to talk about it. He wanted time to figure it out. He was scheming, trying to work out who, how to undo the marriage. And the ne- like that will come up in the next few chapters as well. And Alyssa yes. wanted time as well, but she wanted it not so she could scheme to get a better match for everybody. But No, poor Alyssa because... was just so worried, right? She was just, all she could see is what mm-hmm. happened to Reyna and Aegon. And mm. the bloodshed and chaos that had come along with their marriage. And she was just mm-hmm. worried for her children, yeah. I think. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And of course, they they had like most of a year until Jaehaerys was 16. Yes, they had lots of time as regents. They had a long regency still. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the year of the three brides due to an end. That was the start of the new year was the 50th after Aegon's conquest. While they got to grips with the realm. Alyssa and Rogar. Yeah. And it's to be continued what they did in their schemes in the next chapter, which um, we'll cover next time, but we're only going to do about half, aren't we? Yeah, we're only going to do half. So the next chapter 
is titled A Surfeit of Rulers. And we are just going to read, uh, it's, it's just over 30 pages, I think. And so we decided that we would stop at the American version of the book. So the American version is page 168. And it, the final sentence is... Um, That's little, 161 in the UK. And 161 in the UK, yeah. Um, and Al it's the last little bit is an Alison. Welcome each of them with glad smiles and gifts. So, and the ch where we're stopping is there. Before we relate what happened afterwards, let us turn our gaze so we won't cover from there. Yeah, we'll stop no. with Alison and Jahari's part because it kind of that chapter's funky and it kind of breaks breaks funny. Yeah, yeah. But we'll take a pause there so that we don't drop another For four sure. hour episode on you guys and uh, and drop another four hour, four hour episode for stuff to have to edit <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun yeah but that's where we'll leave this today before moving into our spoiler section so um we do want to thank you guys for listening to, uh, up to this point if you want to go that's great and we'll <laughs> see you next time for a surfeit of rulers part one yes yes we will Thanks for joining us. Anyone who actually does sign off here, again, email us at kissbyfirethepodcast at gmail.com and let yeah. us know if you actually do jump off of the spoilers. I'd be so curious to know if people don't want our spoilery insight at all. Indeed. All right. Indeed. So here we go. Spoiler section. Spoilers. Spoilers. All books as they say <laughs> that's in... radio westeros yeah yeah exactly i like to i sometimes walk around going spoilers all books <laughs> just, i sometimes adorable. get it in my head like from time to time spoilers all books but anyway that's just me that's just me um so i had i had quite a few spoilery things to talk about and then a few came up um like we talked about the targaryen incest is it a good idea or is it a bad idea Mm -hmm. You want to start there? I think that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, should we start there? That's quite a big one, isn't it? Do you it think is. it's a good idea? Get, leaving aside our cultural points of view about incest. Yes. Do you think it is a good idea or a bad idea? I think it is absolutely positively irrelevant to the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so jokes on our water. <laughs> and I can explain why. Because we see in the dance... A lot of dragon seed people come forward who are capable of riding a dragon. We see mm -hmm. someone come forward and tame a dragon who may or may not have any dragons, dragon blood in her at all. Mm -hmm. And we also have the Starks who are descendant of magic blood who continue to dilute their blood and never intermarry. And still, not never, I mean they marry still they marry people cousins. with yeah cousins and stuff but they don't marry stark to stark like brother to sister like the targaryens do mm. and they still manage to keep their magical abilities or warging abilities and things like that they only marry within the north very often though most Catelyn often but but, was the first, but Catelyn was one is, of the first ones. right but that's not a great example because even though she's from the south and she's of the seven her all of her kids all of ned's kids mm. have well ned's mm. kids quote unquote john whatever have this gift so i don't i don't think it matters i think it's something it's elitism that they have in mm. place on themselves and their blood and i don't think it actually has anything to do with the relevance of dragon riding discuss interesting though about Catelyn tully because she was part went wasn't she yes and weren't the went were there wents descendants of the lothstons 
They took over Harrenhal after the Lothstons. They did, but didn't they marry some of the Lothstons? Uh, either way, they had similar, they had a bat. They um, took the sigil and they took Harrenhal. I don't know why I'm looking at Google Maps to find out more about the Lothstons. <laughs> <laughs> we are not in Westeros. We are beyond the wall, but we are not in Westeros. I'll just check out where they are on Google Maps. Wait. Shit, Westeros isn't... It's not there. Right, fine. Um, so House went... I'm pretty sure the House went... I don't think they fully took their sigil, but they definitely had the bats. Yeah, I think they took some of the sigil, not the full sigil. So I'm pretty sure... Oh, they were knights in service of the Lothstons. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that the Wents had some kind of batish something... Yes, mm. I think that they did have a bat on their symbol. I could be wrong. They did. I thought they did. I'm sure. I'm. I just think. Feel like I'm sure I read somewhere that the Wents could have had some kind of magical something in them. But maybe I'm wrong. It's just because Sansa often talks about her having a bat in her stomach, like uh, when she's at the purple wedding. She talks about this. She often has these things. Oh, it feels like there's a bat in my stomach, which I just mm-hmm. find kind of weird. It is uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like there's something from the Tully line or certainly Catelyn's line that is related to magic and animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. Maybe I just dreamt that. No, I think there that I think that there is. Dreaming. I think I've heard it when it comes to Sweet Robin as well. Yeah, because that's possibly where he gets having it from. yeah whispers in his ears. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, it's possible, but yeah, um, yeah. But either way. Mm. the stark blood gets diluted and they continue to the difference with if, with this is though is that that if they let other people in on their dragon riding then other people have dragon power and that was one of the problems in old valyria was that there were so many dragon riding people they were constantly warring with each other and fighting with each other yeah, um, for them to want to capitalize on being the only ones, sure. Mm-hmm. But but I don't think that there's anything that says that that I just like again, it's like if you marry the right ally, mm. you don't have to marry your sibling because it's icky. But it's it doesn't gross. seem to affect them, which is really weird because it doesn't seem to make them they don't seem to have, like, inbreeding problems. They don't seem to have, like, six fingers. Or, um, well, um, there's madness. Or haemophilia. I would argue no, that that's I'm an sorry, inbreeding problem. No, I'm sorry, but I dispute, I dispute the madness. Targaryen madness. I, I know. completely dispute I that one. But I think I Ares is mad. I think Ares goes mad. But I don't think that's to do with his inbreeding. I think there are many, many reasons why. I, I, don't, I dispute that Targaryen madness has anything to do with inbreeding. I think... It comes down to a number of factors, and I'll do a whole flipping episode on it if you want to. I can't wait until we do do more of it because I want to ref- like when we get through this and get a refresher on it, mm. um, and then jump into Game of Thrones. But I, I, I do, I think that I mean it's, it's historically it has happened where inbreeding has led to um, definitely certain mental dysmorphias and things like that probably from the inbreeding or just from elitism it's hard to say i think there's elitism there's also dragon dreams yes and i think i think the elitism like with Ares, made him think up kind of some crazy ideas that cersei has like literally the same ideas she's also inbred only a cousin still so 
still. But Jamie doesn't have them. First they, cousins. They, first cousins. First cousin, kissing cousins. But still, like, she comes up with almost the exact same ideas about having building another white palace across the Blackwater Bay, which is exactly what Ares comes up with. So he comes up with some madcap ideas. He's a bit mm-hmm. madcap, but that doesn't make him crazy. He only really goes crazy when he is kidnapped for six months and beaten by the yeah. Darklands. And I think he probably wasn't that stable anyway, because if you raise people to be, to have an idea that they're almost godlike and uh, have a divine right to rule, you are going to attract, if anyone's got a bit of an ego, you're going to attract egotistical dickheads. Yes. And I think combine it with the dragon dreams that probably did make a number of Targaryens, like... Like Daron, um, the dreamer, he must—he was like tortured by them, and he drank constantly. Um, I don't know if Arian Brightflame was a dragon dreamer, but he—he he seemed to be because he believed he could turn himself into a dragon by drinking wildfire. I—I I think if you take, I think he was people, mad. <laughs> no, but if you, I, but I don't. I, I, from a mental health point of view, I don't believe that these people were mad. I think they had. They might have had some mental health issues. They were raised to believe. Do you think? That they do were you not think that gods. mental health issues can stem from incest? Is that what you're saying? I have never read anything. I, I believe that you can get a number of issues from incest, mm-hmm. but I don't know how much I've ever read that it would cause mental health issues. Syphilis, yes, uh, <laughs> that can cause mental health issues. Yes, that's um, true. Yeah, but. Um, extra fingers and thumbs nipples blood disorders you know things that would affect your genetics so bodily things but i don't think i've ever read anywhere about incest and mental health like madness what you're saying because what would his diagnosis be what is aries's diagnosis i mean he's clearly got ptsd from being kidnapped and tortured um yeah but that's not there, from incest there was He's got grandiosity I, i'm sure from... that there are more examples but for me um the king that comes to mind was um henry the sixth yeah who ruled before um before what was his name oh my god edward and... the fourth yeah so but so he was overthrown right um mm-hmm. by Oh my god, I'm spacing right now. He was a Lancaster king who was overthrown by the um, Yorks, right? And he was inbred, and he was severely mentally unstable. And I think, I mean, uh, many of the historical theory, and it's hard, like, you actually obviously should not diagnose somebody under modern terms from back then when these terms and these phrases and this knowledge didn't necessarily exist. Like, we don't have anything to actually document but he is a king that comes to mind that they do say uh was mad due to incest and went mad several times and then he would have moments of lucidity years Mm. of it and then go back into madness madness but then obviously i don't believe that people with mental health are mad i just want to say that it's just it's just the phrase that is used historically Mm. and in the song of ice and fire canon i think the only thing I've read to do with the mind and inbreeding is 
potentially having a lower IQ, but that is not the same as whatever madness we're talking about here. No. I think there are many reasons why someone might be mentally unwell, but I don't believe it has anything to do with inbreeding. I could be wrong, and I'd be really interested to know if anyone here is a geneticist or knows anything about it. Mm-hmm. Email um, us at kissbyfirethepodcast at gmail.com <laughs> if you have yeah. any uh, special information on inbreeding and mental health. But if you think health. about how many how many mental health issues, like obviously there are genetics involved in them, but that doesn't necessarily cause delusions or schizophrenia or by, you know... You, no, you've never heard of inbreeding. Oh, they were inbred. That's why their daughter had bipolar. It just doesn't. You might no. be. Oh, but again, bipolar, bipolar didn't exist in the days where inbreeding was common. So it's hard to say. We don't know this that. equals that X equals it Y might... every time because it didn't exist that way. If bipolar well, existed. It wasn't named. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't named, diagnosed. But that's what I mean. I'm just saying, like, it's just not. I'm I'm, I'm just looking at it from a modern psych- psychiatry and psychology point of view mm-hmm. that. Uh, what diagnose if, if we were trying to diagnose anybody? Yeah, but historians—that's a big argument with historians—is you can't. Yeah, exactly. Right, but so anyway, yeah. I'm just mentioning like as George uses a lot of lore in mm-hmm. his writing. I'm just in history and historical mm-hmm. moments, like he uses you know the black mm-hmm. dinners as uh, his inspiration yes. for the red wedding, yeah. things like that. Um, so I'm just—it wouldn't surprise me if he used an example like Henry the mm-hmm. Sixth for some of the um, madness mm. that associates with inbreeding from history. Yeah, I think there's a lot of... There are a lot of people who are men- who are not necessarily stable, but I don't know if that is all to do with inbreeding, or if the inbreeding didn't help, but actually raising elite people with a, be- with a belief that they are special, better than a god in some way. You know, we're, we're bigger mm-hmm. than the gods. Yeah. Um, uh, and then combine that with crazy dragon dreams. Uh, there's a woman in history who believed that she had swallowed, not swallowed, but in her stomach, there was a grand piano. And she yeah. she was terrified, like a glass, sorry, not a glass, uh, not a grand, a glass piano that she was worried that she contained and it would shatter within her. Yes. So she wouldn't walk through narrow doorways or hallways. She was she always had to be in open spaces and walk very daintily and carefully because she was worried that the glass piano within her would shatter. I mean, that's why. Yes, I me too. Yeah, I fall down all the time. That glass <laughs> piano would be fucked. But <laughs> millions of pieces. Uh, I was going to bring up another thing. The yeah, if that's yep. okay. Do you want? Yep. Do you want to? Okay. I was going to mention the the piety of Lucinda mm-hmm. Broom, and I think. So I think we we get House Broom, which uh, there's not that much information apart from there is a future a descendant of hers called Sir Alfred Broom, who becomes quite important actually, and I think the piety of her is meant to. Um, remind make us think of so if we remember who she was and that she was famously pious and that her descendant is Alfred Broom, who was a very senior uh, knight at Dragonstone during the Dance oh, okay. of Dragons, and he is the one who uh, is passed over because he's very sullen and boring. He's passed over 
by Rhaenyra, someone else becomes Castellan, and but he sides with the Greens and protects. He kill, kills the Castellan and protects Aegon the Second mm. when he escapes to Dragonstone and helps him out there, Blech. and is one of the people who uh, helps when Rhaenyra is eaten by the dragon. So he swaps sides. So I think the piety there is obviously that he's obviously got familial ties to the Seven and the Faith of the Seven. And obviously the Greens were the the faction of the dance that were the pious faith of the Seven. They were... Um, like they had the high towers is, and stuff like that. They had the high yeah, towers. Yeah, yeah. She was very, very into the faith. Yeah. And this, the show shows that more. Like um, when Viserys is aging and dying, the whole of the castle gets, all of the Targaryen ness gets taken down and it's all of the seven pointed stars are put yeah. out and Alessandra yeah. wears her seven pointed star. Yeah. So I do wonder if that there's a relationship there between obviously Lucinda and her descendant and his piety. And the fact that he doesn't, he is not faithful to Rhaenyra, who probably he sees as Valyrian, other, she's into incest, she marries her uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she's a woman, so it's unprecedented. He went Exactly. Like that. And so he sides with the, sorry, that's my child <laughs> that's in the okay. background. That's Shaggy Dog. Um, he has no quiet button. So I don't know. I just think... It, yeah, it's, it's a good... That's a good link. Into it. Yeah, maybe you're right. That is um, why they keep pulling on that and drawing on that link. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that connection. is House Broom, very pious. Do I get one more in? Uh, the Rats in the Walls made me think of Lara Strong. The Rats in the Walls, of course, made me think of Blood and Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Alison and... Oren Baratheon makes me think of Lyanna and Robert as well because she doesn't want to marry yeah, this Baratheon. Yeah, She's a young a girl. Yeah, and she, like runs she runs off with off. a different Targaryen. Yeah, she does. <laughs> that is a, that's a good so. poll. I like that one. Uh, you know, it's funny. I'm not the biggest Alysanne fan. Um, not in these I chapters. Know. Like These Shit. chapters, I really like her. And I, I like her all the way through. I just like, I'll talk more about what I don't love about her. But yeah, these chapters, I'm like, why don't I like her again? Because she's kind of really great. <laughs> she is great. And again, I find it really weird that so Alisanne is too young to have a consummated marriage. Yeah. But obviously in lots of Westeros, and it's kind of agreed, yeah, yeah, she's too young. But also lots of people like will marry her off. Mm-hmm. So what is the age of acceptability well, in Westeros? We see this, actually, that scene where she had gotten her, she had flowered so she could marry and create children. Mm. Made me think of Sansa and Joff, mm. right? Oh, you're you're yes. a woman now. You can have the king's children. Aren't you happy mm-hmm. about that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we're kind of meant to think of that and the fact that, you know, every other woman, Cersei probably included, well, mm. she was older when she married Robert, but still, um, yeah, that's that's it. And and like we addressed in the major part of the podcast, anyone else would have just taken her her virginity on the wedding night without mm-hmm. thinking, mm-hmm. right? So what yeah. I wonder more is what made Jahari stop and say she's too young. Well, exactly. Yeah, because you've got characters like Ar- fake Arya. Yes, you got um, what's her name? Jane Poole. Jane Poole, who what is meant to be Arya, who's what eleven? Like, well, she's Sansa's age. I know, but Arya is meant to be about 11 yeah, years old, yeah, isn't she? Yeah. So if she's pretending to be Arya, yeah. 
everyone believes that she's like 11, maybe 12. 12. Yeah. Obviously, she's Sansa's age, but in other people's heads, they're watching an 11 year old be person. brutalized. Yeah, be marry Ramsay Snow Bolton. Yeah. And be like, like you say, brutalized by him. Yeah. And the grosser part with her is that poor girl. I mean, we say the North is seeing this 11, 12 year old girl be brutalized by Ramsay Bolton. What they don't know is she's, what, a 13, 14 year old girl who, who was brutalized by Littlefinger's brothel people mm-hmm. before going yeah, off yeah. to marry Ramsay Bolton. Like this yeah. poor girl. Yeah. Anyway, yes. And, and then she's sold off to the Boltons too. So yes. it's just really, the whole thing is awful. But I just, it, it made me wonder why Jaharis wanted to stop and also what does he is that him or do other people in Westeros kind of have like a actually that's too young like it, we saw in the show that Viserys didn't want to marry Lena Lena Valerian because she was too young yeah but but I mean, but like she hadn't even flowered yet so. flowered but she no. hadn't even had her period yet yeah. and so yeah. they talk about that will be a few years before I have to, before I have that and we would consummate the marriage mm. but Alison mm. had blood so there's mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah so what makes that different what makes her different mm. I, don't know. I don't know so it's just is and is it alisan saying no i'm not ready and so jaharis mm. is like okay you're too young we're not ready so that's how they yeah. relate it to the rest yeah. of the world you know mm. she doesn't want to yet and so he's just respecting that i honestly don't it's it's un- the reason why it sticks out is because it's so unusual yeah. in westeros yeah exactly so it's uh, unprecedented oh. to what we've read before yeah. So it does. It stands out. So if, and if like I said, you wonder if it's why. if it's Alisan saying no, mm. and Jaharis respecting that, or if it's Jaharis mm. also saying no. Well, he was the one who spoke up and said no. She's too young. Yeah, but I she would. She that. was speaking in his ear all night and all week, or all mm, those few true. days that they had alone on Dragonstone before then. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love to know if anyone has any thoughts on any of this. Yes. On whether why what, what was the reason why, why this came hate? up? Yeah. What do you feel about Targaryen incest? Why is the book written like this? Yes. <laughs> why everything? Email us. Why, 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 <laughs> why, 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 why? Just get in touch. Um, oh, there was one other thing that I thought of before we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dyed tresses. When, they're never going to accept a foreign queen with dyed tresses, mm-hmm. no matter what her accent. And, of course, we get a fake king with dyed tresses so we get Fagon yes we do who has dyed tresses who washes them out and becomes maybe a Targaryen maybe, maybe. Blackfire yep and of course Danny is in love with Dahar- uh, uh, with Dario Naharis and she knows that she can't take him back as a consort mm-hmm. because he also is a foreigner with but he's also brutal and... he's a brutal man that's more of why she can't bring him back yeah but yeah he would never be yeah. a king con- a proper king consort there's also no. sansa who is uh, a woman a queen with dyed tresses mm. who won't be yes. accepted as queen in the north maybe until she washes it out and people see that she is the redheaded salsa star Ooh, yes indeed so there we go mm-hmm. i didn't even think about that one mm-hmm. there we are there that's we are. all I like it. For me in the spoiler section, though. Mm-hmm. Have you got anything else you no, want to point out? I think that's all. You always have more sort of spoilery things than me. You're more of the... Uh, I don't know. More of the theorist I just, um, than I am. I was up last night theorizing. I couldn't sleep. And I was like, oh my God, what if this? <laughs> Coming up with crazy things. And I had to shut it down. I'd nope, go to sleep. Yes. It is 1 a.m. Oh Stop gosh. thinking about yeah. these things. I was podcast yeah. researching at midnight myself. Yeah. 
It's fun. The things we do for love. Fun, fun, fun. Indeed. <laughs> That's what he said. Yes. <laughs> yep, famously. Okay. Right. That is where we will love you and leave you guys. Yes, we will. Okay. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. This Thanks episode. for listening. And we will see you in a couple, three weeks probably or so. Yes, we certainly will. Yes. And um, enjoy the summer as mm. much as you can. Yeah. Enjoy July. Before because win- winter is coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully so, not for a little while though. It. We just got summer. No, a little while. It's on its way. Winter is coming. I'm a stack, so yes, it's on its way. We northerners are bleak. Winter is coming. All right. Well, we'll see you soon, you guys, and um, yeah, stay in contact with us. Let us know what you think. Review the show. Give us a okay, yeah, if five star review. Like I said last time, if you have something nice to say, say it loudly and post it on. Uh, apple podcast or wherever you listen can review yeah give us some listens yeah okay okay take care we'll see you soon okay bye guys bye